Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. To our new listeners, welcome. To our old listeners, welcome back. Another episode of Magical Education awaits you, but first we would like to say a few words. Nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak. Podcast nine and three quarters topic of the week is sink or float, jilly. listeners i'm ria and i'm arguing that jilly should sink and i'm Jem, and i think that jilly should stay afloat because obviously (laughs) (laughs) well we'll see if it's obvious (laughs) before we get into our jilly discussions i want to open this episode by saying a great big thank you to direwolf summer yay uh, this episode's dedicated to you as a thank you for your Patreon support and also just all of your regular support. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, super great to hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're doing the Jilly Sink or Float because Diable Summer have requested it and this is her episode. Uh, so if you want us to do a Sink or Float about any ship from any fandom, doesn't have to be Harry Potter, you can also make that happen by spotting us on Patreon. That's how it works. Yeah, that would be at the Galleon level, which is a $10 level. Yeah. Um, so, this is the next episode in our Sink or Float miniseries. Uh, in these episodes, we look at popular ships in the Harry Potter fandom, and we argue about whether they should sink or keep floating. This is the seventh Sink or Float episode we've done, I think. Um, we've talked about Wolfstar, Drowry, Harmony, Romani, Remadora, Scorbus, <laughs> and you can check out all those episodes. Uh, this time we're looking at Jilly, which is the James Potter and Lily Evans relationship. And as always, these episodes are just for fun. Everyone can ship whatever they like. No ship is better or more valid than any other. Fandom is just for fun, and the only reason we do this series is because it's fun, and because Diable Summer paid us to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! Um, Hooray! Now that we've covered those bases, let's get into arguing uh, if Jilly is valid or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you're floating them. Do you have any opening statements? Um, obviously, you know, the the ship of Jilly is the most important ship in the entire series. <laughs> um, literally, they're the couple that sets off the entire plot and the held up is probably the most, you know, important love story in the entire series. So I think I've got a pretty good leg to stand on in this debate. <clears throat> I disagree with that. <laughs> Grace. I disagree that they're the most important love story in the series. I think if you're going to have the most important love story in the series, it's Lily's love for Harry. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair. Um, romantic <laughs> love story, then. <laughs> uh, I was going to try and reach for Harry and Ginny, but that's just so... Unrealistic. Slapdash and <laughs> last minute. Like, uh, I'm trying to reach for other romantic love stories. Um, Molly and Arthur Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can. This isn't the point of the episode. <laughs> um, first of all, we have to start with arguing whether or not uh, James Potter and Lily 
sorry, James Potter and Lily Evans are straight. Before mm-hmm. we get into this. What do you think? I think they're straight. They seem like the straightest people <laughs> alive. <laughs> I think I think getting married super, super young and having a child is big straight energy. Enormous so. straight energy, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I like might like to think that James had a little bit of a thing with Sirius or that Lily had a girlfriend, but at the end of the day, this is not a hill I'm going to die on, so <laughs> let's just say straight is good enough. Yeah, look, I can be open to, like, they're definitely, they might be attracted to other genders, but they're definitely, they've got huge straight energy for me and they're definitely attracted to the opposite gender. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so getting into my first argument. Uh, both James and Lily have the same values and wants from a romantic relationship. So, um, you know, they both were very clearly very loyal, uh, family orientated. Uh, they both, you know, got married and decided to have a child at a young age. So they clearly were ready for that and ready to do that as a team. And they were always, other characters always mentioned that they worked well together and were great parents and a great couple. So I think that they, you know, they went into the relationship knowing what they wanted. And they went through it together and were a good couple in that respect. Okay. I disagree with the idea that, like, they both went into the relationship knowing what they wanted and wanting the exact same thing out of the relationship. Um, But I'll argue against that in a second. The first thing that I want to establish is that it's hard to know what James and Lily's relationship was really like and if it was really healthy and stable and loving. Because, first of all, we know very little about them. They don't they're not alive during the time that the series is set, obviously. <laughs> what we do learn about them, we learn from Harry's POV, and obviously he's biased. He's got to be the most biased when it comes to them. Uh, um, we don't learn anything about them from Harry's POV beyond their death scene. What we learn about them is from Lupin and Sirius's POV and Snape's POV. But all of that That's is... That's where called... we learn. You finish. And, and obviously Dumbledore, I guess, a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, though, that's not the POV we're learning things from. Those are the sources we're learning things from. Those sources are also incredibly biased. Like, so Yeah, biased. everyone's biased. That's how no. living in the world works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the POV that we're getting, the point of view, that's Harry's. Everything in the series yeah. is from Harry's POV. Except for that Except muggle for, minister. Yeah, yeah, the muggle prime minister <laughs> and, like, Frank Castle, the muggle janitor or whatever. And Narcissa at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Those brief little moments that we're not in Harry's POV, but generally everything is Harry's POV. Oh, Vernon Dursley, that one chapter from his POV. So funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, sure. Okay. Yeah. So, but you know, his point of view is only informed by the sources that he gets this information from. No. Which, as you said, are all biased. That's fine. Yeah, the sources are all biased because they've got, you know, their personal relationships with Lily and James, their experience of the relationship, you know, none of them were behind closed doors in their marriage or anything. But also, Mm. it's biased by Harry's, like, the love that he has for his parents and the longing that he has for a simple, happy life with them. He wants to believe that they're in love with each other and they were happy and together. Like, he's invested in that version of reality. (laughs) (laughs) sure i mean but it doesn't mean that it's any less true than what the reality was i mean i don't think that they had a relationship where they secretly actually hated each other behind closed doors (laughs) and didn't spend any time together and didn't have anything in common it just doesn't from everything that we know about 
them as their personalities and from what other people say from letters that lily wrote from photographs it just i know it's not much to base on yeah it's you know but it's still <laughs> nothing indicates that <laughs> <laughs> no well some things indicate that they hated each other <laughs> okay all right <laughs> okay go ahead then okay cool let's start with this <laughs> um yeah so going on about like unbiased takes on them blah 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 it's impossible <laughs> everything's always biased but i think that it's interesting that the only time we see james and lily interacting directly with each other that's not about harry is mm. kind of in snape's memory when we get yep. the two of them in that big confrontation in the fifth book like that's that's like the most screen time they have together <laughs> Yeah, that's that's true. Which sucks, because it's not a good memory, or well, it sucks for you, because it's not a good memory for them in terms of their love for each other. Yeah, look, I mean, go go ahead with your argument, but I know exactly what I'm going to say to deflate it, so. Yeah, okay. So let's talk about <laughs> Lily in that scene. Here's some quotes from Lily. Mm-hmm. You think you're funny, she said coldly, but you're just an arrogant, bullying toe rag, Potter. <laughs> I wouldn't go out with you if it was a choice between you and the giant squid. <laughs> she <laughs> talks so a bit good. about how um, he's got a, he shows off on this broom. He's got this stupid snitch, blah, 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 blah. Just stuff about how she hates him. Then yeah. I'm surprised your broomstick can get off the ground with that fat head on it. You make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> she truly um... <laughs> goes to town and I adore her for it. I adore it. what a great thing to say to your one day future husband you make me sick (laughs) it's great i love it lily is not into james like he's obviously obsessed with her he's you know writing like the future mrs potter blah 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 on his notes or whatever (laughs) but she does not like him yeah got their initials in a heart and even if she does start to like him so it's never good to start a relationship with one person, like, obsessing over the other for years and one person reluctantly coming around to the idea that maybe you're not a total asshole. <laughs> like, it's not a good foundation. <laughs> okay. Well, point one. How do we know it was reluctant? <laughs> like, you make let's me talk about sick. This. <laughs> you make me sick. I love it. Um... So you're saying that, like, obviously it's it's not a great start that James was obsessed. Not obsessed. Like, you know, he, he, had, a, he had a thing for Lily. He thought that she was very pretty and he liked her style. Um, but, you know, Lily's attitude towards James wasn't savoury and that she reluctantly after <laughs> years came around to the idea that he might be a decent person. I don't believe that it was reluctant. I mean, what I like, what I think, what I'm guessing from this is that they know a lot about each other. They're in the same house. They're probably they're in all they're in all the same classes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both very academic people. Like they're very intelligent, so they probably have some academic competition, which I like to think is definitely a thing. We know Lily was great at charms. We know <laughs> You're just imagining James this. <laughs> was, shush. We know James was great at transfiguration. I'm okay, talking. Okay. okay, you had your moment. <laughs> it's your turn. You talk. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, so there's there's already that academic rivalry. They share a house together. Um, they've known each other since their first day of school. Um, but, like, yeah, so she thinks he's an ignorant toe rag <laughs> and that she'd rather go out with a squid than him. <laughs> Look, she's 
She's uh, her ba- her idea of James's personality is when he's like he's not he's at his worst in that moment. He is bullying Snape, who she cares about at that mm-hmm. point. Um, so of course she's going to go off at him. Fair enough. Uh, I just think that it's there's no evidence to say that she 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 didn't like James, but I don't think that she would be reluctant to the idea that James is a person who could change and and come around. Like I think Lily's character, in essence. As described by everybody, is that she was extremely nice and always saw the good mm-hmm. in people. So that would include James. She wouldn't be reluctant to the idea that James could eventually change and one day become a better person, especially because, you know, she ends up falling in love with that person. So I think that, you know, she might be hopeful. Like, even when she hates James and sees him as an ignorant Tograk, she could see that one day maybe he has the potential to be a good person. And if he's a good person and actually makes up for his mistakes, then I'll forgive him for what he's done and, like, see him as just a decent person then. Because people can change. And I think that if anyone's going to be the most forgiving person in the series, it's Lily, because that's her character. Yeah, all of this is so, like, rose-tinted glasses view of Lily that we're only ever getting from other people. <laughs> Okay, but we know Lily's a forgiving person. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, here's the thing, though. Like, you shouldn't have to start out your relationship with someone by forgiving them for all the wrongs they've done you. <laughs> well, no, he hasn't wronged her. He's oh, wronged other he? people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hasn't he? <laughs> all right, here we go. Look, because... Snape's behaviour towards Lily is so awful and wrong, we tend to focus in on Snape (laughs) and ignore the fact that when it comes to Lily, James's behaviour is also not very good. It just gets glossed over. Okay. With a hand wavy, you know, he changed, she forgave him, like blah 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 blah. The other thing is that we intend to equate them to their dying moments, I think. Generally, when we think about Lily and James, we think about them, you know, loving and protecting Harry, dying, fighting to save him, like they're characterized by this one glorious moment. But that doesn't necessarily translate into, like, a functional marriage or a good dynamic between them. It's a twist on the on the redemption arc through sacrifice, like that bullshit trope where someone's really racist or whatever, but then they die for you and you're like, oh, I guess I, that's fine. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not, not the, the same, same as that. No, it's not the same at all, but it's it's a, it's a that same idea. Um, Let me I've just say, a tangent here. <laughs> to quote Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight, <laughs> as the Joker says... When someone's in their dying moments, you know them better than anyone else. They show their true character. So James was a hero. The end. And you can't you can't argue with that because it's an unbeatable argument involving your favorite piece of media. So. Their final moments. People show you who they really are. Um, yeah, love the Joker. <laughs> Don't use him against me. It's not fair. I will. <laughs> I'll do anything. Ah. <laughs> uh, Hmm. Where do I want to start with my James slamming? <laughs> Let's start with the Snape dynamic. <laughs> All right. The whole dynamic, like the weird love triangle thing that's going on between Snape and James and Lily. It's not a love triangle. It's just it's a love seesaw. Let's get this straight. Lily's in the center and James and Severus are on either side and Lily doesn't have eyes for either of them at first, but then eventually falls towards James's side because she doesn't see Snape as a romantic interest at all. <laughs> I I guess <laughs> it's it's not a triangle. <laughs> I 
I'm baffled by your like strict adherence to the idea of a triangle, but okay, sure. I've always just heard love triangle. The essence of a triangle as a shape implies perfect balance on each side. That's why triangles are the perfect shape. So when you're saying it's a love triangle, that means that the love is reciprocated and shared between the three. Can't you have a triangle that has all different length sides? Yeah, that's an irregular triangle. So if you're going to call it a love irregular triangle, it's not equilateral. <laughs> This is a weird hill to die on. <laughs> Look, the only subject I passed in maths was shapes or geometry, whatever the fuck it's called. So, <laughs> the only I love triangles. I passed in maths was shapes. <laughs> you can't even remember what the subject is, Jem. You clearly didn't pass. Look, you can't prove me wrong, all right. <laughs> In that statement, okay. but as Alfred said in the dark, <laughs> sometimes it's best to just let go of the past. Okay, this has become a weird personal attack on me using the dark night as a weapon. I hope this is what you want to die with, Summer. Um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> got me got me there uh, okay <laughs> what I was going to say is <laughs> um, uh, never mind about Snilly like let's not even talk about that but the yeah. uh, the dynamic between Snape and Lily and James and Lily and James and Snape uh, you know a triangle <laughs> Is just fucked. (laughs) James bullying Snape when Snape is Lily's friend. Lily ending up with James after watching him publicly humiliate humiliate Snape on multiple occasions. James is, I'll leave him alone if you go on a date with me. Like, part of the reason why James goes after Snape is jealousy. Part of the reason why the Snilly friendship falls apart is because of James. Like, it's all fucked. (laughs) That's not good. (laughs) Okay. Look, I'm not going to say bullying is good, but (laughs) Nazis didn't need to be bullied. Um, No, okay, that's a bad point. So what I'm saying is that you you said that one of the reasons that James goes after Snape is because he Mm -hmm. has a jealousy complex. I never got that. I never picked up on that from the books. Like, I, I think the reason he went after Snape was because he hated them, because Snape was a vulnerable kid who was in Slytherin and who was a nerd and who had no family, <laughs> essentially. And so, yeah, Ooh, he was a creepy move, dude. James. Um, and, and obviously, obviously a fascist as well. Like, he grew up to become a fucking Nazi. You truly think that Lily has absolutely so, nothing to do with the massive anonymi- anonymity, um, animosity between James and Snape? I honestly, I never, I not even joking, I never thought of it that way. I just thought it was pure chance. But then why is it, why is it James and Snape and not James and somebody else from Slytherin House? Because 
they interacted on the first day of school in the Hogwarts Express, and that's how rivalry starts. Same thing with Draco and Harry. <laughs> the Hogwarts Express carriage, that's where it fucking started. They shared a carriage that whole ride. All that time to build up that animosity and that fucking rivalry. Draco was there for 30 seconds. And that's and look at how their fucking dynamic turned out. That was eight hours in the train with Snape and James. God, I wish there could have been a fly on the wall. <laughs> they, that's not what happened. <laughs> it was! No, they're in the same carriage together, and Lily says something, and Snape's like, you've definitely got to be in Slytherin house with me. Slytherin's the best house. And then James and Sirius and his friends interrupt with, no, nah. so Gryffindor's the best house, yeah. and they have an argument, and then they leave. Oh, okay. Or Snape and Lily leave. No, Lily gets up and drags Snape after her, and they leave. Okay. So it was three minutes. So it's <laughs> you're saying it's six times more of an intense rivalry than Draco and Harry's. Cool. <laughs> I'm saying that Lily is at the center of it. It's sparked because of Lily and the argument over whether she should be in Gryffindor or Slytherin and which house is the best. It's such a dumb thing when you think about it that way. It's so dumb. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Okay, look, maybe that's what sparked it, but what has, like, you know, perpetuated the, the animosity between James and, and Severus is definitely Severus's love of the dark side oh yeah yeah i'm yeah. i'm in no way trying to say that snape is blameless here <laughs> what i am trying to say is driving a wedge between you and your friends and like hating your friends and wanting to break up your friendship with them all of that is abusive behavior look it is it is like it's it's not okay I I can't put a butt here. Um, (laughs) However, (laughs) uh, Snape wasn't a good friend. Like, he was just as abusive towards Lily in the way that he was obsessed over her, in the way that he tried to, like, sort of be controlling of what she wanted and what she thought was okay and stuff like that. And obviously his creepy, like, you know, love for her. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. look, I'm not saying that what James did was okay, Mm -hmm. but... Based on the situation, it's not. I don't, how do yeah. I put this? It's I yeah. Get what you, you, mean. you know what I mean. Two wrongs, yeah. two wrongs don't make a right. But also, like, it's an incredibly complicated situation, <laughs> and it's not. It's not as if like, you know, Snape and Lily, unproblematic faves, are best friends, and then James swoops in and tries to drive him away from her. Like that's. It's much yeah, yeah. more complicated than that. But like, James is an intellectual seeing that Snape is a fucking creep. Yeah. <laughs> He's not going about it in the best way. He's being a dick, mm-hmm. but he also sees Snape for what he is. Yeah. He's one of the only people in the fucking series who do. <laughs> but it's <clears throat> it's the beginning of a list of problematic behaviours that I'm going to <laughs> describe about James Potter. Mm-hmm. Do you have some points you'd like to make, or shall I continue on my anti-James rant? Look, continue. I, I'll make my points once you're done with this whole James Severus Lily dynamic thing. Look, okay. we'll get over this giant hill Do and I then have... we'll go on a nice roller coaster ride down and up again. And Let's see if yeah. I have any more specific points about James and uh, Snape and Lily. Um, not really. I think I'm pretty much done with my Snape tangent. All right. Okay. Let's talk about James. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, abusive behaviors. <laughs> asking someone out over and over in public trying to use public pressure to force them to be with you trying to wear them down these are problematic behaviors that speak to a general lack of respect for lily not respecting her mm-hmm. saying no mm-hmm. 
that's bad. Not yeah. good, James. Try again. Yeah, it is bad. It is bad. And this is why we acknowledge that James yeah. was a prick. <laughs> like, his friends acknowledge it. Lily tells him to his face mm-hmm. that she hates him and stuff like that. He's not a good guy. He starts off as not a good person, but then he changes. Like, I imagine when he changes, he apologizes. He's like, I shouldn't have hassled you, like, all those years. Yeah. It, it wasn't okay. Like, because he turns I, into a decent person. I'm I'm hesitant on this change thing. This this James changed. I Okay. Yeah. Can I also just point out the public pressuring of like, oh, mm-hmm. go on a date with me or all, all this yeah. sort of stuff. It's not good. Specifically, like the worst is go th- on a date with me and I'll never touch Snivelus again. Like, that's fucked. Mm, that's a yeah. fucked thing to say to someone. <laughs> I'll stop bullying yeah. and targeting your friend specifically in exchange for romance from you. Truly awful. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's it's not okay. Um, sorry. I had a point, <laughs> I lost it just then. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, the public date, the public asking mm-hmm. on the date thing Things is not okay. Changed. Lily never caves, though. Lily is never the person who is, like, fine, or gives in, mm-hmm. or is worn down. That's not what happens in their love story. If that was what happened... That w- then I would be on a very difficult like foot to stand on. I would not have no feet to stand on because it's very very bad. But that's not what happens. Lily isn't this person who caves into James's bullshit and then they start dating and through dating Lily, James changes and realizes mm-hmm. the error of his ways. No no no. James has to change for as a person first and be become a better person and like feel remorse for what he's done and fully change before Lily sees any interest in him at all. <laughs> And that's what's great about their relationship. It's not the healing woman trope at all. Hmm. I, if you, look, if you were right, that would be a very, very good point. And I would agree. I'm but right. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you booing me? I'm right. <laughs> I guess I don't necessarily agree that James really changed. Our source for James changed and he grew up and the way that he treated Lily was completely different is Sirius and Lupin. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't believe them. <laughs> I believe Lupin. Like, Lupin had the sense and Lupin's a very reflective person and he would see the truth in things. Sirius is like implying that uh, Lily even liked James when she was saying that she hated him. But I don't think mm. that that's true. I think she genuinely hated him. It's very clear. <laughs> um, yeah. She was like, no, you're an ass. Um, but Lupin, I think, is more a reliable source being like, no, like, you know, your father changed. He was a bad person and we were all pricks back then. But your father did change. And then that's when they started dating after that. I. It bothers me that we never get Lily's perspective on her change of heart. Absolutely. We never even get anything from Lily's friends, except Snape. Mm-hmm. Like, we only ever hear from James's friends, and it's obviously James isn't going to say, like, you know, no, sorry, not James. Obviously, like, Lupin and Sirius aren't going to say, she was too good for him. He didn't deserve her. She would have been better off without him. Like, you would never say those things about your best friend at all, and especially not directly to their orphaned son. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Hmm. But they do... They're not just James's friends, okay? Once Lily and James started dating, they became friends with Lily. 
Like Lupin especially, I think, had a soft spot for Lily because Lily is such an understanding person and she would have been very empathetic to to Lupin's situation. They knew Lily very well. Not as well as James. They've known James longer. That's just how it is. But they knew her. They knew her personality and they respected her. Yeah. It just... It bothers me that, like, we don't know what she's thinking or feeling or if it really happened like they said. What they said is, like, you know... He was constantly nagging her to go out with him for years and years and years, and then eventually he changed and he stopped doing that. But is that really what happened, or did he, like, slowly wear her down and break her spirit over years? Okay, I just don't think, like, if there's one person in the series that has a spirit that won't break down, it's Lily (laughs) Potter. (laughs) The spirit of Lily Potter literally protects Harry for his entire life because she doesn't back down from a mass murdering criminal. If she won't Mm -hmm. say no to, if she says no to Voldemort all the time and is standing in his way, she's not going to say, like, cave in to James Potter, fucking king prick. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's just not who she is. That's a good point. That's good. It's, I keep coming back to James Potter, who... (laughs) Like, even just then, when you were saying, like, Lily would never came to James Potter. <laughs> James, the the arrogant fuck who's had everything handed to him his whole life. Yeah. You know, he's, he's got all this money, he's got this lovely home life, he's attractive, he's popular, he's a Quidditch star, he's mm-hmm. magically gifted, blah, blah, blah. He's got all this stuff. He's privileged. And then, yeah, privileged, so privileged. And then Lily is the first thing he ever wants and can't have. Yes. And then, like... I feel like his wanting her is less about her, the person, and more about getting his own way because he's never not gotten his own way. And, like, did he really, really change? Or was he always, like, arrogant and narcissistic and spoiled? And we just don't know because his friends weren't very critical of those aspects of his personality, even when he was younger. And when he grows up to be an adult and he has Lily, like, backing him up. And also, he's the one who's supporting them all financially. Let's get into that, but first you argue about the other things that I say before I get into that. Okay. Um, Look, I'm going to just use one example to why I think James isn't seeing Lily as just a prize to be won, the one thing that he can't get. I think James genuinely loves Lily, and it's, it's from this example I'm going to use that the fact that Lily invited James to be her guest at Petunia's wedding. And <laughs> that is the most tumultuous and probably personal and one of the most important situations that of their relationship. Lily has a bad relationship with her sister. She cares deeply about Petunia, but she can't enact that with her because Petunia sees her as an alien, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that the one person that she trusted to bring as a guest to her sister's wedding so that she wouldn't be alone was James and that James went and like they were together there as a couple and as a team. I think that that's really strong and that's an argument against you because if James was just seeing Lily as this prize to be won, he wouldn't like, he wouldn't go to something like that because it's an awkward situation. It's, it's something that's extremely important to Lily. Like I just, I don't, in, if it, what you're saying just doesn't stand up to scrutiny when you look at that situation. I don't think that situation happened. <laughs> it happened. I fucking it fucking happened. I researched it. I thought what happened. Lily I brought James to Petunia's wedding in 1977. It's on the Harry Potter wiki. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought what happened was that 
Lily and James went out to dinner with Petunia and Vernon and then James fucked that up by doing stupid magic tricks and hassling Vernon and then they weren't invited to Lily to Petunia's wedding. Well, that's what I... I did not read that in the Harry Potter wiki. What I read in the Harry Potter wiki was that they went as guests to Petunia's wedding. Okay, all right. Then never mind. I am misremembering or was misinformed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, look, that's a good point. Like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's solid. I think he would probably need a lot of emotional maturity to get through an interaction like a wedding, a muggle wedding, mm-hmm. where he knows he's unwelcome and the groom and bride are openly hostile towards him. Yeah. And towards his date as well, his girlfriend. Yeah. And towards Lily as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely see James as someone who wants to defend Lily. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> but the fact that he would have to keep himself, like mature and supportive of her like he he wouldn't he he couldn't cause a scene otherwise she would Mm -hmm. never forgive him like so that would have been a real test of character and he he passed because they did not break up (laughs) they married after that um yeah i wish i had more detail on that event and exactly how it went because i just can't see him getting through it without causing some sort of shit even if it's something subtle that can't be traced back to him like, I don't know, some sort of magical prank or something. That's just how I see him. I see I him as very young and stupid. See, no, that's the only... That, that's because your impression of him is coloured by the only time that we get to see him in the books. And not from, like, him as, as an adult. And all that we learn about him as an adult. Like, mm-hmm. look, 15-year-old James is not a reliable source of who James is. 15-year-old me is not a reliable source of who Jem is. I was a cunt. Yeah, <laughs> look, you true. were a cunt. I remember. You can't lie. Yeah. <laughs> 15 is the worst age. <laughs> yeah, no, so, 15 is my deep in my obsession with the Dark Knight and Joker face. <laughs> it's, it's it's not the best side of me. Yeah, no, look, I just, I think that he genuinely changed and grew and he wasn't just pulling pranks at weddings because it would be funny. Like, I, I don't <laughs> think that's him when he was an adult. Yeah, fair enough. Thank you. Um... <laughs> I, I guess you've convinced me. <laughs> Let me get to some of my points. So, they both okay, have a cool. lot in common. Uh, academics, they're both Gryffindors, they're loyal to their friends and loved ones, and they both mm-hmm. fight fascism together. Those couples who fight fascism, <laughs> fascism together stay together, that's all I'm saying. Um, Absolutely. Uh, their relationship shows that people can change and mature and grow, especially with the right person calling you out and expecting better from you. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and their friends all get along they care and support for one another's support groups i like that um yeah that's good i wish we knew more about lily's friends and james's interaction with them rather than lily's interacting with james's friends mm-hmm. but yeah we know what we know <laughs> um i also this is one point that i'm gonna uh touch on i think you, you'll probably argue with me a lot here young love mm-hmm we were both young oh, when I first saw you. I think it can be really cute. <laughs> and, like, the fact that, you know, they they went through high school together and, and they, they fell in love in their, like, last year of high school. I think that's always better not to fall in love, like, in your earlier years. So they fell in love when they were basically adults. Um, but, you know, they spent their short lives, most of it, together. And I think that's very sweet. And, yeah, I think that it can be cute. You can look at some things in rose-tinted glasses. <laughs> Yeah, it's sweet, I guess. <laughs> I I think that 
couples who get together when they're very, very young and have no real romantic and sexual experience with any other partners tend to lean towards obsessive and unhealthy. But not all the time. Not, not all the time. And it's not like it's not like every childhood sweetheart, not childhood sweetheart, high school sweetheart couple is like doomed to failure or whatever. That's not what I'm saying. I just I would tend to think that a relationship that's deeply intense when you're very, very young is more likely to peter out into something un unsatisfying and unremarkable as you get older and deteriorate further mm-hmm. from there. Not all the time, but it could. Yeah. But that's the case we- in our world. In Harry Potter, it's the opposite. The younger you get together, the more likely you are to stay together. <laughs> that's true. That's because of J.K. Rowling's bias. <laughs> but hey, if it's what works in the laws of the universe, then James and Lily are perfectly matched. That's a meta <laughs> argument. <laughs> it's... Mm. We've talked before about James and Lily getting together when they're very, very young and their reasons for getting married young and having Harry Mm -hmm. really young. I guess I, I worry that because James liked Lily for so much longer than she liked him. She only really liked him for a couple of years if they got together when they were late in school and then died by the time they were 21. Like... I worry that one of the reasons is that James pressured Lily into like this really fast young relationship and that's not healthy or a good thing. Let's get this straight. James didn't love Lily for years. He thought that she was hot. (laughs) Like, okay, he wasn't in love. (laughs) He barely, like, he, he didn't hang around with her. He knew that what she was good at and what she liked in general, but like he wasn't in love with her. (laughs) Okay. He just thought that she was an attractive girl. And hoped that one day he might be able to date her. But, like, I just... I see it as more how, like, Harry saw Cho Chang in, like, fourth year. Where it's like, Cho Chang's hot. And (laughs) wouldn't it be cool if I could go on a date with Cho Chang and impress Cho Chang? Oh, and wasn't Harry and Cho Chang, like, such a beautiful, long-lasting, meaningful relationship? I'm just using it as an example. I'm not comparing them entirely, okay? (laughs) I'm just saying that James didn't put Lily up on this pedestal. That, like, you know, he had all these expectations of, like, oh, I've been in love with Lily for ages, and so she must love me instantly. And I don't think that's what happened. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. It would have been bad if she if he had, but if it's just, like, a crush that he harbored for years, that's less bad. Also, we don't know it was for years. It could have just been for, like, maybe a, a year and a half. Like, at least from fifth year. Mm. It mightn't have started in, like, day one. <laughs> it might have been, like... You know, when they got a bit older and, like, suddenly Lily Evans is looking good, isn't she? It's like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Like when when suddenly Ginny Weasley started being attractive (laughs) out of nowhere. (laughs) My god. That is how love works in Harry Potter. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Um, I just want to touch on, like, we, we talked about this earlier, how, like, James was always trying to impress Lily and get her to notice him, and she had nothing but disdain for him until he became a better person. So, I mean, the fanfic potential of, like, kind of enemies to lovers. Like, they weren't never, they were never enemies, but I guess sort of, like, liked rivals. Yeah. <laughs> like, just imagine the interactions. Very entertaining. Very good. 
<laughs> the fanfic potential is definitely there. I'll give you that. Yeah, I, I think that's a pro, honestly. Um, and I think that their dynamic would be layered with like interesting, witty remarks. They're both very like intelligent people who clearly have a lot of fucking wit to throw at each other. From what we see in their fight in um, Snape's memories. So, mm-hmm. like, imagine their flirtatious banter once they're actually together. They would have such an interesting dynamic, and I think that's very exciting and very cu- cute. Oh, yeah. From going, like, your fat head, like, <laughs> your broom won't get off the ground with your fat head. I'd rather date this giant squid than you. Like, great. That's great stuff. So vivid. Yeah. Amazing. She's yeah. a wordsmith. <laughs> <laughs> uh, using those powers for flirting. Incredible. Yeah. Or like couple fights, you know, where it's like, um, oh, I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to put the pasta in, in the Tupperware container, but the Tupperware container wasn't washed properly. (laughs) And it's like, you can already see the stains, the pasta and the Tupperware. I can just imagine the interactions, but with a lot more, I don't know, verbosity behind them. And I think that's very fun. (laughs) I feel like that was a a quick glimpse into Jam and Josh's lives. Guess who didn't wash the Tupperware container, guys? It's me. I I just chucked it in the washing machine and apparently that's not good enough. (laughs) Apparently that's not how you wash Tupperware. (laughs) Who's to say? Who's to say? We'll never know. (laughs) Ah. Another unhealthy aspect of the relationship, I'm just charging ahead, (laughs) is that uh, James was supporting himself, Lily, and the rest of the Marauders. He was supporting them all financially. He was housing at least himself, Lily, and Sirius. Mm -hmm. That's an unhealthy dynamic. (laughs) Total financial control of of your girlfriend and your entire friend group. You can see how, like, maybe... They're not very open with their criticism of him. Okay, um, so, first of all, his entire friend, like, he, the whole fact that he finances his entire friend group, you mean the, the people who fight fascism together, like, he's, he's yeah. financing the revolution. Um, yeah, he's financing them because they don't have jobs because they're fighting a war. T- yeah, yeah. Full time. Look, I, I don't think that it would cloud Sirius's perception, at least, because Sirius was born into money. So the mm-hmm. fact that one of his friends has money, he would barely notice it. <laughs> um, for Lupin, it would, not, it would be not, a big deal. I yeah, guess. Lupin yeah. a big deal. Not literally the money, but like for Sirius, the fact that he ran away from home and James offered him a new home with a new family and like people who would love and truly care for him. Absolutely. That's going to color his perception of James. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> that's something that a nice person does. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I realized that I made my point badly. Yeah. <laughs> but James it's going to make person. him far less likely to call out less good things that James does. <laughs> God, I just, I know that you're trying to make the argument that like having the financial control, like that's a bad thing, but he wouldn't see it as control. And like, neither would they, because it's sort of like, you know, of course, James bought a house for Lily because they're married now. They, they're a married mm. couple. It's their finances. Lily is a potter now. Like, it's not just James's money anymore, even though it technically it belongs to his family line. But she's part of that now. She's part of the family. Um, yeah, once they're married. <laughs> yeah. And did they move into a house before they were married? I don't know. Maybe. I was I assumed think he... after, I but based on JK's values. <laughs> like... I didn't... 
I didn't think they bought a house. I thought that was his parents' house. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, look, I just... It would only be an issue if it was financially abusive. Like, he was controlling their finances and being like, you can't go out and you can't do these things because I'm going to, you know, remove all your money and not fund you anymore, which just wasn't happening. Yeah, that's so. <laughs> otherwise, he's just a really nice guy who helps his friends out in tough spots and funds a revolution. So, yeah, what's your argument just, here? He's, he's just what all rich people should be. <laughs> yeah, an actual fucking decent human who is philanthropic. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Look, you put me in my place. Mm. <laughs> that's not problematic at all. <laughs> the only other real argument that I have is very, very meta. It's, I've heard that James and Lily is based on Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth Bennet from Pride and Prejudice. That sucks. They're a terrible couple. <laughs> um, excuse me. I've never read that book. <laughs> but I have seen some scenes from some of the actual movies and then the entire Pride and Prejudice and Zombies movie. So I think, a from solid what I know, foundation. <laughs> from what I know of that, from what I know of the scene where fucking... He helps her, he helps Kira Knightley up into the carriage and he like, their hands touch and then she looks down at the hand and he's, he's walking away and he like flexes his hand. I think about that constantly, Rhea. I think about it all the time. Um, oh God. I think it's a great relationship. So, and also one of the best like romances in literature. So bite me. I think it sucks. But I also think that if anyone wants to hear my full reasons for why it sucks, you will have to support us on Patreon and get a... Mr. Darcy Elizabeth Bennett Pride and Prejudice single float. That means I'm gonna have to read Pride and Prejudice, aren't I? Oh my god. Yeah, I'll have to read more than the first few chapters. Yeah, I couldn't get past them getting out of the carriage. That I think that's like the first ten pages. I got up to his marriage proposal, like the first one. That was terrible right. where he just insults her the whole time and I'm like, I hate this and stopped it's reading. Because he it's because he has just anxiety, essentially. <laughs> He's just a man who doesn't like that's what I've learned, I guess, from memes, is that, like, he, he's just a fucking idiot. Like, he just can't express what he's actually, like, feeling. I don't know anything about these people, so I, I can't argue. Yeah. But whatever. Um, uh, so, is there anything else you wanted to say? No, I've got other points, but they're all weak. I've gone through my main arguments, which is that James sucks, and Lily was too good for him, and... Their ship is not good. <laughs> I think not. Th- not that they shouldn't be together, because obviously they have to be together for Harry to exist and for the whole story to happen. But their relationship sucks. You shouldn't have to get with someone who bullies you and your friends. God. The end. Real talk. James doesn't suck. James is one of the best characters in the series because he teaches you that people can change, and that mm. people can go from being an absolute dickwad. And then becoming, like, a hero who actually cares about their friends and family and does amazing things to support them. And I think that's that's great, and it was very inspiring to me as a 15-year-old dickwad. <laughs> um, I think that of the two characters, Lily is the, is the less impressive character because she's literally the same for her whole life. Like, she has no development. She's very two-dimensional in terms of just writing strong female character, insert name here. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no depth to her i think she's great like i love the fact that she's very witty and sharp and like uh brave and wonderful but that's you know she'll ne- she'll always be that and she always was that so yeah. who needs character development when you're born perfect <laughs> she's born perfect <laughs> um 
But that's because, you know, we don't know much about her. And we don't know much about her and James. And unfortunately, all we can go off is Fanon, which is rich with Lily and James content. I assume <laughs> I haven't read any fan fiction. Um, <laughs> are those all the points that we have? Have yeah. we finished this episode? Yeah, that, that's, that's all I have. <laughs> oh, I feel like we should have a big climactic ending for Die Wolf Summer. Um, hold on a sec, I'm just gonna swallow. Um... <laughs> Uh, busy sucking dick this whole episode. That's a shame. No, I was busy drinking Fanta. Um <laughs> Mine's much funnier. Yeah. Oh, reducing me to a sexual object. So funny. Uh. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, God, I had it and it's just gone from my brain. Um, I think that Lily and James are great because they're set as the gold standards of a romance and you can't top that. You just can't. <laughs> so. Feel sorry for all your arguments, but they got no legs to stand on. Everyone pull out your tiny violins. <laughs> Bing! What's that? It's the sound in the elevator, because you're not on my level, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard to argue that the parents of the protagonist should never have gotten together. I think I've done a good job considering the limitations of my position. <laughs> There's only so much I can say, which doesn't end with, and then the Harry Potter series never happened. <laughs> well, I've been Jem, and if it was between James Potter and the giant squid, it's a tough one, but I'm going to go James Potter. <laughs> I've been Rhea, and I know what a triangle is. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to support us or get in touch, the links to our social media and Patreon are in the show notes. Please feel free to send us so many messages that we go mad and run away to a hut on a rock in the middle of the sea just to avoid them. You'll hear from us again in two weeks' time. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.